7 to 8 p.m. Sport on with Tabiso Musia. The state president Ramaphosa been sticking in the express yesterday. Those in leadership are tested with finding a balance between preserving life, which is first and foremost, and lessening a further destruction of livelihoods. The two, two clubs of the NSL, <coughs> who are represented in the Board of Governors, have met to address the challenges of COVID-19 under circumstances where the very existence of the businesses is threatened. Some of the commentary and points made about the resumption of paying by NSL have missed the point that these are businesses. Being in the entertainment business, and the fact that when we work, it is called paying, has for some taken away from the business and employment aspect of our game. NSL is essential to the South African economy as an employer and businesses that sustain livelihoods. The very chain of the NSL businesses is a continuum of operations from individual bloggers, marketing practitioners in small and big companies, to equipment and wear manufacturer, to media and broadcasters, right up to corporations that anchor the South African economy. Besides being our nation's largest event organizer, we provide content that is sensitive for the bulk of our revenue. The deliberation of the Board of Governors and our engagements with the government has been about more than paying. They've been about saving our businesses and the industry. The NSL has obligations to its sponsors that have an effect on their businesses. Some of the commentary has given the impression that we have the latitude of switching off until things are back to normal. That is besides the government and experts have let us know about our new normal. We do not pay for fun. The so-called paying is a business. Good evening, everybody, and uh, thank you for staying with us on SAFM and for joining us on SAFM Spot On. I am Tabiso Musia, Katleko Mudiba, and uh, Timmy T produced the show, and Patrick Munana is our technical producer this evening. Well, the clip we've opened with, for those who might have missed today's uh, press conference uh, from the chairman of the PSL, Dr. Evan Koza, he addressed uh, uh, well the country today basically to uh, give an update of where they are as far as the resumption of football is concerned. And what was confirmed today by the chairman was that they are hoping to resume they've proposed to resume the season on the 18th of july which is this saturday they want to play as early as this saturday they have to finish by the end of august so it means that they want six weeks to finish the season and if they start on saturday then they'll be able to finish the season but then that is not the official date it's what the psl would want but as we've been discussing on the show throughout this lockdown or throughout this COVID-19 crisis. It's been clear from the Minister of Sport, Natim Tetua, that SAFA, as the mother body, will have the final word when it comes to the resumption of football. So the PSL has then submitted these plans of theirs to SAFA and we now await to hear what SAFA will say. SAFA have always insisted, though, that... uh, it will only be safe to play football under level one but they did say that after their JLC uh, after they formed the JLC with the PSL to work together as one then if the reasons are, are solid and they're good enough to play earlier than then than that then they would uh, they would welcome that but they have written back to the PSL it was before today's um, actual press conference and they've indicated that they think that the only possible time to start 
if 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 the season does resume would be the first of August and they mentioned the fact that referees will need time to be fit physically as well as mentally so you can't just say we want to start on Saturday what about the referees remember the referees are not full time the referees have other jobs the referees are all over the country so they might have to still come back and uh, be tested and see their fitness levels and with gyms and everything being closed at the moment because of lockdown it's highly unlikely that some have been able to do full training from wherever they are so it's a tricky one here and we're going to have to await the green light from Safa. Uh, but what was interesting from the PSL's uh, press conference today is that they've chosen Gauteng as uh, their base uh, to hold all these remaining matches in the Premiership as well as in the Glad Africa Championship and a lot of people are asking but why Gauteng if... Um, it's the epicenter of this coronavirus, you know. And uh, the chairman said to the media, but you guys also go to work every day. It's not it's not like you don't work because Gauteng is the epicenter of the coronavirus. And uh, what also was interesting here was that the chairman said that um, if players, some players do um, test positive, then you can use MDC players or you can even use free agents, which confused a lot of people that teams can use free agents. But what is clear is that... Um, the PSL would want wants the season to resume. They want the season to be completed because, as the chairman said, if the season is not completed, then the teams will not get their grants beyond the end of this month because now from the 1st of July, they start preparing for the new season. So if sponsors then don't pay, then the teams will not get their grants. So that's why it's important. And he, he reiterated the fact that football is a business. It's not just a game. It's not just sport. But it's a business. I wonder how you guys feel about that because I know it didn't sit down well with a lot of people who felt that uh, maybe then the business side is being, is being put ahead of the safety of, of, of the players, of the safety of the people involved. But the chairman was clear that the PSL is a business and that's why they have uh, to resume. But I think he was just saying that there are a lot of people that re- that rely on the PSL for, for, for their livelihoods. You know, those who sell at the stadiums, those who work at the stadiums, the obviously the marketers and whoever he's mentioned. I think that's where he was coming from but uh, we're going to discuss that uh, on the show tonight we're going to speak to a former referee to find out how much time the referees would actually need if the season had to resume and then we'll also go over to the UK to look back at the return of international cricket the West Indies and England playing out a thriller going to five days uh, this past weekend with the Windies winning that one so we'll find out what can we take from the return of first of, of test cricket and then we'll also speak to former Bulls captain in rugby that's a beggar Ordendal he has signed for the Lions today and has agreed to chat to us. We've reached out to the PSL and Safa, but they're not talking on this matter at the moment. But the show must go on. Tabiso Musiya on SAFM. So then let's start off by speaking to uh, former PSL referee Charles Teron, who joins us on the line. Charles, good evening and thanks for speaking to us here on SAFM again this evening. Good evening, Tabiso. No problem. Thanks. We've called you to pick your brain here, Charles, after it was revealed that the PSL wants the season to resume on Saturday, but the refs have not been training. Would that work for the refs then? They have five days until Saturday. Well, I suppose. We will suppose at the minimum the ref is at least mentally fit, but uh, we must just hope that with the COVID-19, some of the records hasn't become COVID-25 kilograms. But ultimately, uh, it's what the referees are ready. What does the referee say? Are they not ready? I assume they're not ready. So if they're not ready, then I suppose they're not ready. What, what, does, the, what does the employment contract say? Mm. And, and why would you assume that they're not ready, Shal? Well, if you think about it, the COVID-19, what was it, during the coronavirus, it was two, three months lockdown period and a half of the period you couldn't physically exercise. So even if you do have a modicum of fitness, um, that is very quickly 
uh, it will be quite troublesome for referees to, to be physical fit for, for the match. But, you know, there's extraordinary time. So if, if the PSL and Safa wants to make a compromise and say, listen, yeah, um, what, what, do you, what, do, what do the referees actually need? What is their fitness levels? Uh, speak to them, ask them what they want, and uh, maybe we can, can come to a compromise. Ultimately, they will be in the best position to, to tell Safa for that matter, as well as the PSL, if they're ready or not, and how long the time they will need to get ready. And I think Safa have been clear today. I know that they've been holding meeting, but according to Safa, they believe that their refs will need at least six weeks uh, to to start officiating. Does that sound about right? That is usually we, you know, with with FIFA, if you uh, on a fitness um, FIFA fitness panel, if you fail your fitness test, you usually have a six week period. Mm. Um, but you know, like like I said, it's extraordinary time. So if the referees reckon, I assume they need to run a fitness test. If the referee says they're not happy or they're not fit enough, then obviously they have a serious issue as as the spokesperson. So they obviously have to come to compromise. We can also say, listen, we know you're not fit enough. Um, but we can start the end of the season. Well, how many matches are left? Eight, nine matches left of the season. And they can gear towards along to the next season, you know, and, and say in six weeks' time they're going to have a fifth or fifth. But two weeks is certainly not enough mm. um, because most of the time these referees are part-time amateurs. And uh, they have probably other jobs if they were lucky enough to be able to, to have employment during the coronavirus. So that obviously wasn't on their priority. For that matter, you know, to, to be on sharp mental edge regarding these things. But like any, any other sport... Um, I believe that Safan just must need to compromise and listen to the referees. And uh, if they can't come, come to a compromise that they won't be ready, what is the way forward? Speak to the refs. You know, speak to their spokesperson. They are the best people that will tell you exactly um, what, what is important for them and what they can do. That is the best way. You can't force the issue. Yeah, and when we talk about mental and physical uh, and fitness training or fitness readiness and mental readiness, are we talking about the same thing or two different things, Yashal? different things. You know, mental fitness is, 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 comes with experience, um, and especially young referees or referees that's not experienced. They might be physically fit, um, and then with a long lay down, and they will not, maybe not in the courtroom during the, the, the active season, they might have find it a longer period of time to be mentally ready. But you know what? If, you, if you've been officiating for quite a while, which I assume most of the natural officials have done before they reach their PSL, it's something that you can easily slot into. But it's certainly, it's, the more experienced referees can certainly call much quicker onto their mental fitness and their mental concentration when it comes to any layoff. Um, but it's certainly an issue. Um, I assume the match commissioners will, will obviously discuss these things with, with the referees and, uh, and, and identify those players that might struggle, given the, 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 the long lockdown with coronavirus, and, and work from there. You know, ultimately, like I said, you know, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a scenario where... It can't be hard and hard and fast. It's very difficult to organize this. And how does this whole process of fitness test work? We always hear that before the season, referees will go through a fitness test. What exactly do you guys do there? Well, it depends. You know, my time, I can only speak on my time when we had um, the Cooper's fitness test, which used to be in the old days, it was an old 12.4 or 12-kilometer 12, 12 run in a certain time. And a certain minutes we had to run, but with a new fitness test that um, they had a long sprint, you had short sprints. Um, I'm not sure if they actually changed it subsequently since I left the panel, mm-hmm. but um, it's 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 a test that's um, that actually tests the referee's stamina. It is more geared towards running, starting, running, starting, and stop during a matches where you run under 50 meters, and then you used to walk 50 meters in a certain time, and then you do another under 50 meters, and it's usually about 10 to 12 of these laps that you do on a 400 meter uh, circuit. Um, 
but even if you have not practiced it on a regular basis, um, I doubt that with some officials could maybe have access even to a track to do that. Mm. Then uh, two weeks is certainly not going to be, or three weeks is certainly not going to be enough time, even if you have a modicum of fitness, to kick-re-kick-start that kind of fitness test and, and pass the actual fitness test uh, according to the requirements. So, yeah, it depends on the staff, whether they will come to a compromise and listen to the reps. That is the ultimate thing, you know. If they want to force the issue and say, listen, you cannot officiate because it's got eight matches left and only those and on the fitness, you know, if you want to insist on the fitness test, be ready to, to expect that some of the match officials will not, will not pass that fitness test. And you know, they are in this position um, that some of them, the referees are not going to do double work and some is going to be out on the cold again. So that's, that's the scenario. It's as simple as that, you know. And how long does this fitness test take? Well, it's usually a half an hour. Um, there's a short sprint of a 50 meter sprint, so they do, and then there's a certain timing, but it's not more than half an hour. Uh, the actual time is not that much. Um, you can actually do quite a, a, a good big group of refugees doing it at the same time. Um, they're quite efficient with that. Um, so the actual time is not very long. It's just a matter of if, if Safa insists on a fitness test for the remaining seasons, or if the refugees feel they're not fit enough. Um, then obviously they have to listen to the referees and say, listen, yeah, okay, you're not fit enough, so how can we come to compromise? Obviously, uh, sport is a business, and the show must go on, so how do they compromise to say that, um, well, we're going to allow the match officials to win the panel, keep a close eye on them while the referee to see if their fitness levels, because ultimately at this level, um, either the theory at such should be drilled into you by now, you shouldn't be on a PSL panel if, you, you have to, if you've forgotten about the theory of appreciating, but it's only about the fitness test and such. So, listen to the referees. Hear what they have to say, you know. For those who are just joining us, we're speaking to former PSL referee Shalter Ron. We're just trying to figure out uh, how much time the referees would need uh, to be physically and mentally ready for the resumption of the season. Now that the PSL has told us today that uh, their proposed date is this Saturday, which is the 18th of July. That still needs to get approval from SAFA. If you want to weigh in, you can send us your voice notes to 061-4104-107 and we'll wrap up with uh, Ref Shalter Ron after this break. Sport on on SAFM. Still just trying to get some insight from uh, Charles Teron. Charles, you, 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 you said that the whole test takes about 30 minutes, depending, of course. And then if you fail it, how, much, how, how long do you have to go back and do it again? Sorry, I didn't hear you there. How long? I'm saying so. If you do the test and then one of the referees fail, do they get given a second chance? And how long must they go redo the test? Well, it depends on, you know, with this COVID virus, it could be uh, extraordinary circumstances, you know, but usually um, if you do the fitness test, the, the, the normal rule was uh, you can, which you have a six-week period um, at, um, at the maximum before they have to give you another chance to do that. Um, I'm not sure if Southland is going to insist on the major referees running a fitness test for the remainder of the rest of the season. Um, that is obviously the story. Um, because usually you run the fitness test in the beginning of the season and somewhere in the middle of the season, uh, not usually towards the end of the season. Hmm. So I'm not sure. It would be wise even for staff then to insist on this given the, the whole coronavirus and another long of the lockdown period. So, so do you think it will be a good idea to have another fitness test? I think, um, to be honest, not having a fitness test during the remainder of the season, but rather get it towards the start of the following season. Um, that just makes sense and it's reasonable. Um, I mean, there's very unfair on, on match officials, anyone. I mean, they're not ultimatons. Mm. Um, even if they were allowed to keep a modicum on a basic level of fitness during the lockdown, and which was a lot last month, you could run about outside your house a month and a half, 
even that would probably would not be enough, given the fact that some referees are not even professionals uh, regarding um, the refereeing that they've done at the time to next week. They might have been working. Um, so I don't think it will be very really fair and reasonable for referees to expect somebody to run a fitness test and say, listen, yeah, if you don't pass, you're not on the match. Um, they, they have to make some, some compromise here. Mm. That's just reasonable, you know. Um, in my time, I suppose, you know, they would, they would have said, buckle up and do the thing. But you know what? You can't treat people like this. Um, like I said, this is something that is unheard of. Um, this worldwide pandemic. And uh, it will be reasonable for, for staff and for the PSL to expect to say, listen, let's forego this, the fitness test for the end of the season. And we'll get towards the start of next season. And uh, just closely monitor those match officials that on the matches for the remainder of the season. Okay, so I see. So I see what you mean. You're saying that the referees could uh, start officiating, but then you monitor as it goes along instead of putting them through this process, which doesn't happen. Precisely. Okay, and then you kept mentioning, Charles, the fact that the referees have jobs. The other interesting part here is that they want to put all these 32 teams from the Premiership and the Glad Africa Championship in a bio bubble in Gauteng. They'll stay there for six weeks. They won't get out. Would it be possible then for the referees, if like these guys have, if, if most of them have other jobs, would it be possible for them to stay in this bio bubble for six weeks? Well, it's also a matter of travelling. I'm not sure how what was allowed for travelling for refugees outside the province. It shouldn't be an issue, um, but obviously something that has to be sat down somewhere around the table and worked out, especially the match officials that's not from Harting. Uh, I'm not sure if they were allowed to fly on business or something like sport, if they are able to, uh, how many flights there are coming in and out. So there's something that obviously has to be watched very closely. Um, ultimately, it's the prerogative of the PSL and SAFA to decide where they want the match officials most of the matches are to be um, to be held. Um, but it's something that needs to be closely monitored, especially with the referees that's outside the region. How do they get to the venues? Uh, I mean, once in Kwazulu and Falcon obviously can travel to Hartring, but they want them to be in Cape and, and in Cape and a bit further away. So I'm not sure how transport will travel. Well, if you cost them a penny more, uh, so I think airways is not, and they go to airlines anymore. So I'm not sure how that's going to work out. But it's certainly something for the logistics matters to be sorted out on the round table. And then would they have to talk about compensation if they want to house them in one place for six weeks? Uh, this referees considering that some might have other jobs. You know, like I said, I assume referees still don't have an employment contract. Uh, um, and that is one of the troubles that uh, you pick up. If in my time we had no contract and it was eight years ago, and I assume they still don't have an employment contract. So this is one of the things. If you want to house them in a certain area uh, and you want to force them away from their part-time jobs or from their full-time jobs, for that matter, and obviously, over and above this five paint, they, they have to actually, you know, remunerate the players and, and, and um, um, the referees for that matter. But this obviously stands to reason. You can't expect them for the six, eight weeks to be in a certain area and not get a from away from home. Um, that is obviously a case-by-case basis. But uh, this is one of the problems when you get when you don't have a full-time employment contract for the match officials um, because... Uh, there is no contract stipulation to say what, what scenario happens in these cases. Huh? Yeah. Apparently, they used to call you guys during the Christmas period to go for tests. How did that work? So, sorry, guys. Uh, I'm I, saying, I didn't get apparently, you. they used to call you guys when you were referring during the Christmas pre- period to come and do your fitness test. Well, there were scenarios would happen, which was, was quite unfair. You know, we should have, um, after the new year, we would have the fitness test. And then, for some sort of ad hoc decision was made in the month between Christmas and New Year, or just off on the very close after the New Year, and somebody went before Christmas to run a fitness test. And um, what other results you expect? Some of the referees are away. 
uh, over the course of the first season. And I remember there was a big crisis during the 2011-2012 season when I think a third of, if not half of the referees failed during that period, but they didn't expect that. So, yeah, that's what happens when you do ad hoc decisions and there's not the rules and regulations beforehand. Um, and that's what we ride against um, as match referees during the time. There was no hard of fast rules, and it was no clear fight then to say, what is this procedure? So the new, the new administrators come in and they decide what things are happening, and um, that was the end result. You had crises, and crises that jump from one crisis to the other. But the management of such from SAF itself, not from the PSL, but from SAF itself, mm. uh, the management of, of the match officials was a lot to be decided at some stages. And finally, you keep men- you keep you've been saying throughout the interview that they need to consult with the referees. They need to talk to the referees. How much of a say do the referees actually have when 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 it comes to these situations? I imagine quite little. In my time, we had little, we had almost nothing. No say, you know. As far as I remember, the players had during even in my time they had a players' union. Uh, there was no referees' union uh, mm-hmm. standing up together, apart from a few brave individuals. Um, that stood up, and then more often than not, they, they caught all the failing wings, and they were made, uh, made to, to bear the brunt of, of sometimes of Sarfa's wrath regarding this scenario. But uh, ultimately, they don't have much say. Um, I assume they still don't have a union, and they, don't, they might have a spokesperson or two or three, but uh, they don't have much say. Um, and uh, this is a scenario that's, that's been dragging on for more than a decade plus. And that is the kind of problems that they have to sort out at the administrative level. If you want to be professionals and if we want to be professional on the top level divisions of the world, that is one of the major things that we have to organize and bring even more professional footing for match officials and give them a full employment contract or not for that matter. If you can't give them a full employment contract, there must be quite clear rules, administrative rules and regulations. And, um, you know, because of this uncertainty, a lot of the referees can, uh, and a lot of the officials, then what happens is a quite murky scenario is what happens. Um, players do what they want, officials do what they want, Everyone is standing up, they say something, and nobody listens to the referee. So there's a lot of uncertainty. Yeah. And uh, I imagine nothing has changed in eight years' time since I left. <laughs> <I'm not laughs> I'm not sure. If that's the case, it's pretty tragic. Um, you know, like I always say, you know, we have professional people that employ in the, in the stadium. You have the, even the cleaners in the, in the, in the stadiums who've got an employment contract, the players, the staff. And maybe see they all have employment contract, but um, the I take the question. If they still don't have a full employment contract or not, for that matter. So the question should be asked why. If you don't want to put them on a professional footing, don't expect them professional treatment. Loud and clear there, Tyrone. Former PSL referee uh, speaking to us there, but the challenges faced by the referees is basically clear. He says that go speak to the referees if they want to officiate. If they say the league starts on Saturday, then they will officiate and then just monitor them on a game by game basis. But he says he doesn't think that it's fair for the referees to be put through this process of another fitness test during the season. It doesn't happen. So if they don't agree with that, then what 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 do you do? It's a tough one though. But with 108 matches still left, can they really go in there in the middle uh, without this fitness test? The referees. Yeah, I'm not sure.